great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host in Kitchen Waffle Robinson and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Woman in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Thriving Thursday. And you know I'm here, not alone, (laughs) definitely not alone today. But I'm going to start with one guest, Gabby Mamone. And uh, over to you, Gabby. Oh, thank you. But you you introduce one guest and I get the pleasure of introducing yet a second guest. You know, with, what I love about Thriving Thursdays is that we keep it short and sweet. Once in a while, we like to surprise our listeners with a, uh, with a guest. And today, we have a very delightful guest joining us today. Her name is Tanya Geisler, and she is a certified leadership coach. TEDx woman speaker and a writer who teaches high-performing leaders how to combat their imposter complex and lead with impeccable impact so that they can achieve their ultimate goals. Her clients include best-selling authors, public speakers, and rock star motivators. Please help me welcome yes, Tanya Geisler. Hey, Tanya. My cheeks already hurt. I'm smiling so much. I love it. And so just so for everybody, yeah, I got to meet Tanya. It's probably about what three weeks, four weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was within Black mm-hmm. History Month, and we were along with Dennis Mitchell. We were invited by the African Impact Initiative Conference, um, and it was a panel discussion on the imposter syndrome. And it's interesting because I think I can't remember the question exactly that you opened up with, but I believe that I did share the getting going into that experience. I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, and so it's a big thing. I've and ever since then, I feel like I've heard that topic more and more. And, you know, Tanya, we really just, we want to talk to you, delve into, you know, the mind of that a little. And it's, it's interesting because recently, um, somebody has shared with me on a panel I did, um, Rupinder shared not just with me, but with the audience saying that she had had a conversation, I think it was with a boss or so, you know, a male um, Mm. colleague. And when she brought that up, he's like, what is, what is that? And he didn't know. And so she explained it to him and he was baffled. And so I decided I had a conf- I had a conversation with a, uh, with a male colleague, an executive, on Friday, and I, I asked him. I said, "I'm just curious. Do you know what the um, Do you know what the imposter syndrome is?" And he's like, uh, "No." And so I said, "Okay, hold on." So by the time I finished reading the definition, then he was able to identify with components or elements of it. So maybe you can even touch on why is it that men don't know about the imposter syndrome and women do. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> and how long do we have? Because like, this is so long. And you talk about, you know, you had the imposter complex of so showing up when you were on that panel. Try writing a book about it. I mean, it oh. is so meta. Like, it's just like, who am I to write a book on the imposter? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much to say about all of this, to be certain. It's like, which door do we even go into? Mm-hmm. Um, did you actually, did you, you, you had a, a definition. Is that what you wanted to share? Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would yeah. say, let, get our listeners up to speed on what it is. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I'm a big fan of attributing the teachers. So imposter phenomenon is actually the name coined by clinical psychologists, Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes back in 1978. Okay. Mm. So they were working with high, high functioning, high achieving women at Oberlin College in academia. And they noticed that these women were so successful, but they could not seem to internalize their success. So they would chalk it up to luck, fluke, timing or having somehow managed to convince people they were smarter or more capable than they actually were. There are failures. They were more than able to internalize. Like that was all on them, but their successes, they would chalk up to something else. So that's sort of the, the, the hallmark of it. So you've got, you, you, you can't internalize your success and you over identify with your failures. Mm. Tracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It has three really <laughs> prime objectives. It tries to keep you out of action it tries to have you debt your capacity, and it wants to keep you alone and isolated. That's its job. Fundamentally, that's its job. And so it does this by having us hide out, because no one wants to feel like the imposter. So we hide out in um, perfectionism, procrastination, comparison, diminishment, people-pleasing, and leaky boundaries. Mm. And the reason we know we hear like women having this conversation so much more than men is largely because of the way we've been socialized, Mm -hmm. that perfectionism, that people pleasing, those leaky boundaries. That's that's a that's really socialized in in feminine conditioning. Mm. Right. So there's that. Okay. I'll pause here for a second and take a breath. How are we doing? How are we doing? No, no. I I think that I think the opening was was the bit like I don't know if I heard that when we when we when I listened to you last time but really just today what really resonated with me is yeah it's it is it feels so much easier to say that your failures are yours Mm. and that your successes are attributed to great teams you know other people (laughs) you know everything but your own awesomeness and so maybe you know start to tell us how do we start to combat that how do we okay, so, celebrate those successes? So many, so many different ways. The other thing too is you're going to hear me say imposter complex, and and it makes my SEO people really mad at me because I go, I don't use syndrome because it's not a clinical diagnosis. Okay. It's a it's a experience. It's a so that's the only reason I don't use that. Um, and again, my SEO people get really mad because people are not searching for imposter complex. Trust me, we have right, lost. Right. <laughs> Um, but so if it's trying to keep you out of, uh, out of action, doubting your capacity and alone and isolated, our strategies need to be organized around that, right? So if you feel like you can't do something, what's actually in the way? Is it somebody who's telling you you can't do it? Is it an actual, uh, realistic objection or is it an inner critic, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing, like what's actually happening here? Um, and then the second, if it wants to have you doubt your capacity, then your job is to remind yourself all that you have done and survived and created and healed and, and all of the things that you have done and 
you know, when I when I have people do that, they always say, well, like, what does my seventh grade science fair project have to do with <laughs> launching a new business? <laughs> well, it's a reminder all of the times that you were here on this side of the resistance and jumped and found out that the party was on the other side of the resistance, right? right? So, like, it does matter because there was a time before you managed somebody. You didn't think you could do it. There was a time mm. before you were a parent. You didn't think you mm-hmm. could do it, right? Mm-hmm. You never thought you were ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so reminding yourself all of those times that you didn't think that you were ready and you did the thing and you're actually quite extraordinary, mm-hmm. right. I, which is the reason we need to celebrate, right? Yeah. We need to celebrate to, so that we can lock in the goodness and mm-hmm. remind ourselves on that cellular level, all that we have done and created mm. and sold and done. Um, and then the third piece, if it wants to keep you alone and isolated, your job is to surround yourself with people who will lift you up, mm. who will remind you of your radiance, your brilliance, your excellence and your talents. Mm. Wow. Would you, know- you say, Tanya, that a lot of high achievers uh go through this like is it common with high Ma'am. achievers yeah oh, pretty much by definition just like those those women at Oberlin College yeah. you are high functioning with strong values of mastery integrity and excellence I see so more, more so that, that actually makes sense I can I right? can see that yeah it's like that's a good like if, if you're Actual imposters don't feel like imposters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actual frauds don't feel like frauds. So when I when you're feeling this experience, mm-hmm. first of all, rec- like it's actually a good thing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this means that what you're doing matters, mm-hmm. and it's also a reminder because that you have that value of excellence and master and mm-hmm. integrity. Yeah, is it possible sometimes that can really surface because you know it's it's interesting on um and on um choose for choose the challenge so in in march one of the um quotes i was using quite often is by marion williamson it says our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure and you know us shrinking to make other people around us feel you know less insecure that's not our job to do so is it even possible that we could develop the imposter syndrome simply because we're always trying to make ourselves feel small so that other people don't feel insignificant around us thousand percent so the reason so okay there's so much to this obviously right like there's a book and then another book and another book but one of the things it has you believe that you were all or nothing Mm. Mm. okay there's nothing in between as far as the imposter complex goes there's nothing in between you're a complete success or a raging failure there's nothing in between so it's actually a little bit preoccupied because it it has everything to do with the fact that we're very that we have this need to belong right Mm. it's like part of our tribal makeup to belong so if you're really successful then you're othered. If you're a failure, you're othered, right? So you're kind of like, so, so I, people actually fear success as much as they do failure for that very, very reason. When you're out, out in front, then you are not part of the crowd. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about and catchy is, is diminishment. And so that's one of those behavioral traits. I'm going to diminish so I can make other people feel comfortable because I'm lovely and relational like that. I don't want to upset anybody. But in so doing, I'm going to start to believe my less than confident bio. Mm. I'm going to start believe that I just got lucky, right? Mm. So it's a defense mechanism. But then I start to, like, it's a, it's a confirmation bias kicks mm. in. Mm. And I start to believe that less than confident bio. Mm. So I diminished to feel like I fit in. Mm. But then I start to believe it. So then I start to feel like the imposter. So it's in a, each one of these. Yeah, yeah. Ahead, so it's it's interesting. So I have a question for you. You know, yeah. more so lately, like in the last couple of years, I've had the the pleasure and the honor of having my bio read out loud to in front of 
hundreds of people <laughs> or online or whatever it is. And what I'm finding, what I used to do, and I, I caught myself the other day because I did a, you know, they were, you know, they're like, Ikechi is blah, blah, blah. I was like, I would do that, you know, for those that you can't really, I'm, I'm like, you know, when you kind of push your hand, you're like, that's not so, like, don't say that, you know, that kind of stuff. And now what I do is I, I allow myself to be grounded through it. And as okay. soon as they're finished, I say, who's that girl? Like, I want to meet that girl. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Because I'm trying to like get excited about who I am and what they're reading. And that that's, that's someone to to celebrate, you know, and to join the people that are clapping in the clapping, you know? And so (laughs) that's my way of trying to combat it, but... That's a fabulous trickster move. I'm so going to borrow that. What I have to do, even when you were reading it aloud, I was like, I wrote those words. I wrote those words. I wrote those words. Those are my words. So I better, I better believe that they're the truth of right. Which I would, right? Because I have strong values of mastery, integrity, and excellence. I think the other thing is like, this is not actually something that we ever really fully overcome. And I think that that is a bit of a hook mm-hmm. that we need to recognize that it is in place as a, you know, an instrument of evolution, so we don't mutate too fast, mm-hmm. but it also, you know, we're so relational and that's a beautiful thing. And I think that in the self-development space, anyway, we make us wrong for, for diminishing or being a perfectionist, but you know, that diminishment has a strong, is rooted in a value of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, perfectionism is rooted in excellence. These aren't bad things inherently, except when they keep you out of action, yeah. doubting your capacity and, and alone and isolated punches. because you've got you've got work to do here. We got a world to change and we mm-hmm. can't do that mm-hmm. if we are if we can't even read our bios loud yeah. and proud, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Right? There is there is a woman that I follow and it's so inspired by her. And you know, I think she's like one of the only people that I don't think has imposter syndrome. Like cause she says she doesn't have it anymore. Like or I her name is Bazoma St. John, right? Mm-hmm. And she is like she recently did a post i think it was on instagram and it's like i was just like man to own my to own my awesome that much and that well and it's not cocky like she's just she's brilliant like you look at her and she's just a brilliant mind and it's not cockiness you know mm. so i actually want to say that it's possible tanya like you know that if i do the work and i start to catch myself and be more aware and recognize that you know, my light is needed to make this world a better place. And why would I ever want to diminish that, you know, and mm-hmm. then share that value with everyone else as, as much as possible, encourage them to do the same. Yes. Then I think it is possible. All right. <laughs> from what is it from uh, the goddess's mouth to our ears? Certainly, I want to say that we have some work to do to help our younger ones coming up, you yeah. know, have it less. Absolutely. And have it, yeah. You know, I'll just say very quickly that I did a, I was at the Women Engineering, I spoke at a conference, well, back when we could uh, speak at conferences, and I was talking with women uh, engineers. So they were, I spoke with the collegiates, and then I spoke with the C-suite level. And I told them, I was basically the same content, because this is the same, it doesn't matter, like it's, we have to flatten it out. Um, but for the collegiates, you know, I was saying, so you have to be able to lean into other people, right? Gather your people, make mm. sure that you don't go any of this alone. Mm-hmm. They could not, they they were like, no, no, 
They, they did not believe me for a hot second. However, the C-suite women were like, oh, yeah, please, come on now. Like, I wouldn't be anywhere if it weren't for the support mm -hmm. of other people, people who are further along than me who mm -hmm. have reminded me that it's okay to have this experience because it tells you how, you know, deeply how much integrity matters to you and how yes. all of this matters to you. And mm. that's, so it's interesting the, how the younger, you know, women were having a str struggle believing that other people, that they could trust other people. Mm -hmm. Whereas a, a more accomplished women were like, yeah, that's a given. They so will get there. To, they will yeah, get there. So, exactly. ta so Tanya, final, final word to our listeners so that they can start to really combat this imposter syndrome. So, you know, I think we start, we end where we began, which is where you, you said that, you know, you are not alone, like you are, you know, right. and that's it, you are in extraordinary company. So name it, name the experience for yourself, recognize it as part of your excellence and do not let it stop you from saying what needs to be said, writing what needs to be written and, and, <laughs> you know, raising yourself up, raising everyone around you up because you're needed, like Woo! all hands on deck. Do not let it stop you from saying what needs to be said and writing what yeah. needs to be written yes i love yeah, that and if, yeah and if someone feels like imposter syndrome is holding them back i mean these are the golden nuggets to help them cope yes yes so, you have something to say and something to write go about the business of doing it tanya thank you so much for joining gabby and i today yes and gabby you life. know unfortunately oh. this is where i have to say we're out bye-bye <laughs> So there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl and I'm out. <laughs>